Dave Hodges here. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm really, really glad to be with you. I've got a breaking, very big story. Broke yesterday. I had to go and verify with some sources. Today, we ran this story on the commonsenseshow.com website. This requires extensive documentation, which I did do. And I wanted to let you know here, I'm pulling up the story right here, wanted to let you know that you should go to the commonsenseshow.com. And it's about, I think, the fourth or fifth story in. And it's basically over the coming Mexican Civil War with AMLO versus, um, gosh, I always space this guy's name out, um, Governor Capita de Vaca. And boy, is this a mess in Mexico. And it's going to spill over to the United States. Absolutely going to spill over. Mexico is facing a civil war, but it's not as clean on the surface as it appears. We're brought to you by PatriotCharger.com, the six in one. And I'll tell you, I carry this in my car. Plug it in to the, to the uh, cigarette lighter and plug in my phone. That's the easiest feature of this. But it also can cut your seatbelt off if you're trapped in your car. If you, you know, 400 Americans die each year because they drive into bodies of water and they can't get their windows down or doors open and they drown right there on the spot. This breaks windows. A fantastic device, strobe light, LED light. I mean, it has six in one uses. There's a one minute video at patriotcharger.com and you can go to the link in the description box following this broadcast. Click on that link and go watch that brief video. Then you look at the price, you go, wow, this is next to nothing, Dave. And I said, now no. And you get to take 20% off extra because you're in our audience. Hodges, the promo code. All right, let's get down to business here. There are so many spinoffs from this. My head goes crazy trying to put this in sequential order because this is a multidimensional problem. It doesn't follow a linear progression of sequential events but I'm going to do it my best to make it understandable. Okay, as we know, a couple of weeks ago, tragically, nine Americans, and I don't know why people are making a big deal of the fact they're Mormons. Who cares about their religion? They were Americans on the other side of the border. They got massacred by the cartels. That's right. They got massacred by the cartels. And as a consequence, ladies and gentlemen, the cartels blame and Trump just got furious and he told AMLO, you clean this up or we'll one day be coming across your border and we'll clean you up. So anyway, long story short, ladies and gentlemen, um, AMLO arrested the perpetrators. That kind of was the end of it, I thought. And I thought he might make some symbolic arrests. But no, because then his secretary of the Navy was the victim. AMLO's secretary of the Navy was the victim of an attempted assassination plot. We ran that Twitter feed. If you recall the video, high-speed chase, the uh, Mexican National Guard chasing down the assassins. Now, we didn't see the actual gun battle, but we saw the high-speed chase. And then we had the news report out of the Mexican media that you did not see in our media. And they talked about how the Mexican Secretary of Navy was the victim of an assassination attempt by the cartels. The Guerreros got the blame for this. I've been told that the Zetas were also involved. Now, having said that, he said, why would they go after the Mexican Secretary of the Navy? And who's they? Well, this is a really easy problem to solve. The Mexican Secretary of the Navy is one of the chief drug interdiction people in Mexico. 
Oh, yes, they pretend to go after drug dealers. And so they have a certain amount they'll go after. They'll sacrifice a certain group of people. But ladies and gentlemen, when they do this, it's usually just for show. So why would they go after the Secretary of Navy? They didn't. The Chinese did. AMLO was capitulating to Trump. And he was honestly making a good faith effort to go get more of the cartels because he was afraid of Trump. Trump basically told him in closed door channels, from what I've been told, that if you want to stay in power, this is what you're going to do. I'm cleaning up the cartels on my side of the border, and this is what you're going to do on your side of the border. And the Chinese who control the cartels says, uh-uh, uh-uh, no way. And that's why they went after the Secretary of Navy. This was a Chinese-inspired hit on the Mexican Secretary of Navy that took place in Laredo Nuevo, just on the other side of the El Paso border. Now, here, here's where it gets really interesting. In northern Mexico, and let me pull this up again here because I lost my, my spot on this, but in northern Mexico, ladies and gentlemen, um, the cartel activities are the strongest because of their proximity to the American border and they love setting across their fentanyl, which is, by the way, a Chinese operation using cartels in which 80,000 Americans have died this year. And they just love their cartels in northern Mexico. The Sinaloas are there. But it gets even more interesting here. Let me uh, scroll down here and we'll get into who some of these principles are. So in northern Mexico, you have a guy, a governor. And this governor wants to appear to be on Trump's side, and he's trying to cast AMLO as anti-Trump. And AMLO is trying to be pro And I mean, you've got this battle. Who's the better Trump friend? But this is disinformation. Governor Cabeza de Vaca, he was actually born in the United States in 1967. That's right. And then he moved across the border. He's not using his real name. Oh, where have we heard that before? Oh, that's right. The Arizona governor, remember the Maricopa County trafficking scandal? And as we dug into this deeper and deeper and deeper, and the guy who was the figurehead of this, the man who got arrested, what was his association? Oh, he was working for the crime family that John McCain married into, the Hensley family, bootleggers of the Depression going forward. Well, the governor worked for them, the governor of Arizona, and he had a different name change too. His name was Roscoe. The Ohio crime family, Roscoe, and he changed his name to Ducey, Doug Ducey, governor of Arizona. Well, this Mexican governor here, same guy, same exact guy. ABC News is reporting that Governor Cabeza de Vaca of Tamaulipas, Mexico, said, I support Trump. And as you got into his background, you really find out the guy is an American citizen. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Uh -huh. Can you say CIA? Do you see how complicated this is getting already? I mean, this is so hard to unfold. It's much easier if you follow this in print. But since we're here and I have your attention, I'm going to complete this as best I can. And what I did is I took uh, a CI's information. He's afraid to put his name on it. And I don't blame him because he has to travel in these areas. He said, they will kill me, Dave. And I said, okay, fine. I'll keep your name out of it. We'll call you the CI, the confidential informant. Went to my DEA source that you know I've referenced many times, six-year source. And he has some confirming information for this. And he also has information that sort of contradicts this, but also lays down alongside of it. Um, it appears that a civil war is brewing between uh, Cabeza de Vaca and AMLO, Abrador, President Abrador. 
And they're both fighting to support Trump. And you go, wow, what's the deal here? Which side is the Chinese on? Remember, we've established the fact that Chinese control at the root most of the cartel activity in Mexico, certainly in California, like in places like Humboldt County, we've detailed that specific, I mean, just exquisite detail and pretty much through the Southwest. So you've got the CIA involvement, you've got Devaca, you've got AMLO, you've got the Chinese. Now, do you remember this too? After the um, attempted and failed assassination on the Secretary of Navy in Mexico, remember I said, watch out, Pemex, watch out. The Chinese are upset and they're going to come after something to get AMLO's attention. And I said, it's going to be Pemex. And I've been in contact with a Pemex oil official who's been talking to me now for three years. We call him Oscar in quotes. And Oscar has family members in the cartels and he's been writing to me regularly and he told me, he says, Dave, the Chinese are trying to control Pemex. And I said, watch out. Pemex is going to have something done to it. Do you recall I said that? And then two days later, what happened? All the computers and the safety security system connected to the computer system of Pemex oil went down. That's Mexican's nationalized uh, oil company. Man, it's turning into a battlefield, but it's hard to tell who's on whose side. I mean, you've got the Mexican secretary of the Navy. He's a fake drug interdictor and only takes out certain percentage to keep up appearances. And then they try to whack him. Who's they? The Chinese using the cartels. This whole thing started when the cartels, the Guerreros in specific, they killed the nine American citizens on the other side of the border. Trump gets pissed. AMLO decides maybe I should stop taking the bribes from the cartels for a while, at least putting on the back burner and act like I'm doing something. Then you got this Devaco clown in northern Mexico who's a governor saying, I oppose AMLO and I'm stand with President Trump. And then you got the Chinese pissed off at AMLO. Whoa. I mean, you need a scorecard to follow this complicity. This is unbelievably complicated. Let me break it down for you. Since I wrote the article and published it this morning at about 8 a.m. Mountain Time, I have come across more information, talked to more people, and this is what I have found that indeed there are competing forces here. The CIA is not working with the Chinese, but the Chinese are very much involved. The Chinese are unhappy with AMLO because he's capitulating to Trump. And it may only be a temporary capitulation, but the Chinese are upset. And we know the Chinese has large military presence in Mexico, particularly in the Sierra Madres. We know they're intertwined with Pemex oil. I could go on and on and on and on, but the connections there are undeniable. You got Daca, who's really an American, who's now the Mexican governor, and he is saying, I'm supporting Trump. Okay, so what's going to end up happening? A civil war is being promoted by the CIA. Abrador and this governor should be on the same side. They're both pretenders. We pretend we get the drug dealers, but we're really taking payoffs. It's like El Chapo Guzman and President Nieto, who took a $100 million bribe. It's much the same deal. They should be on the same side, but an artificial civil war is being set up. Now, this is where Chinese and CIA interests may come into play. There's elements of the CIA that are completely loyal to the United States government. And then there's that international, yeah, right, the Epstein blackmail thing and all the, you know, okay, we know that side of the CIA exists. They've been working against the United States with false flags and so forth since the 60s. So what do they really want? That version of the CIA wants a takedown of the United States 
weaken America. So let's come to America now. Who is leading the charge to take down Trump? California politicians, correct? Right? Pelosi, Schiff, Feinstein, Kamala Harris. Okay, you got the idea. That crew right there, they're leading the charge. What do they want to bring us? Well, we've called this the Bolshevik Revolution, correct? They're communists. They don't want First Amendment. They don't want Second Amendment. They have secret witnesses, secret proceedings, hearsay witnesses. It's communism. This is what they want to install. And how long have I been saying this over and over and over and over? Okay. The people who are bringing you communism in America are also bringing you communism in Mexico. And they're all working on the same page. I published three weeks ago a 2016 photo that I came across and discovered of Nancy Pelosi and President Nieto. And in the background was Beto, I want to legalize all drugs, O'Rourke, young congressman at the time. And they're photographed together. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm for law and order, I don't want to get my picture taken with Jack the Ripper. And that's exactly what happened here. This is precisely the game that was played because you got Pelosi hanging out with the biggest capitulator, the most corrupt leader in the history of the Western Hemisphere, President Nieto, who took $100 million from Chapo Guzman to let the Sinaloas run wild. And she's hanging out with him. And then what did I tell you? The Trump people released information through Paul Preston back to me. And what did, they, what did we know? Well, when she went to Italy, Pelosi had to have with her an airplane, right? It's an airplane Trump gave her. Guess what was on it? Surveillance material. And she met with El Chapo Guzman's wife for a couple of purposes. One, keeping the sun free. Now, how many times have we seen in the media, they have him surrounded, the federales. Oh, they really mean business. They're going to get him. And he gets away. And then they do it again. And he gets away. And he's still in charge of the Sinaloa cartel on behalf of his father, who's in a Florida federal prison. And I'm just going, whoa, Pelosi is so compromised right now by the company she keeps. Does this explain why she wants a totally open border? Hey, Nancy, shouldn't we be processing people that come into the border? It's not that we don't want immigrants. Immigrants are good when you got a labor shortage. Economy's good. We don't have enough waitresses. We can't fill a lot of the low-skilled jobs. Im immigration's terrific. But we don't want to let in terrorists, MS-13. We don't want ISIS. And James Comey said July 4th, 2016, that there are ISIS base camps in every single state in the union. Hey, it's on tape. I've put it on my website. So do we want those people in here? Why, why is she opposed to regular checks at the border doing background checks? Because she's obviously connected to the cartels deeply, deeply. And her son, Paul Pelosi Jr., is now tied up in the Burisma Ukraine fiasco. I mean, we're talking a real criminal enterprise. Oh, but wait a minute. That's right. Nancy Pelosi's maiden name is Delisandro. Who's that? <laughs> Baltimore's biggest crime family in their history. Daddy was the mayor. He's also a member of the Black Nobility, huge mafia person. That's her roots. And the fruit doesn't fall very far from the tree. Now this conspiracy is getting bigger. So you have the California Democrats that are just like the communists. They are the communists. They're the ones pushing impeachment. They want the populist President Trump out of the way. And they want open borders. 
and they're in bed with people like Nieto. Kamala Harris has given drug dealers from uh, the cartels like the Sinaloas in Chinatown, that area in Alameda County, where she was the district attorney. She gave him walks and then she violated Freedom of Information Acts by not releasing information to the when they were trying to follow up on her complicity. You see, it's not just that side of the border. That side of the border is building towards an artificial civil war between Devaca and AMLO, when really they're, they're cut from the same cloth. But involved it is the CIA. The rogue element of the CIA wants this communist revolution in America, as expressed through the Democratic Party, to be successful. They, they don't want conservatism. They don't want Christians. They don't want a Bill of Rights. They show you by how they conduct business. And I told you before, many times, Schiff is conducting a Soviet-style trial hearing of Donald Trump. I mean, whoever thought you could get away with hearsay witnesses against the president of the United States? Whoever thought you could get away with discovery of evidence in secret with armed guards, not letting in the president's lawyers, not letting in the State Department lawyers, and not letting in anybody who wasn't part of their little cabal? They're all one big little happy family. Now, as you know, Paul Preston's very good friend of mine. He is the president of the new California movement that has signed up 52 of the 58 counties to basically leave California, form a 51st state. And if the conservatives ever got control of the House of Representatives again, this is a done deal because under Article 4 in the Constitution, they are following the West Virginia model of 1853, and what they're doing is completely legal. A lot of this information is also flowing to Paul Preston. And he and I have these discussions. Now, he tells me things, some of it I can't repeat. Some of it I can, and I'm repeating it, what I can say today. But I will tell you this. There's a fake civil war set up in Mexico. Now we have to ask why. There's American involvement with some American politicians, the Democratic Party. There is CIA involvement with rogue elements of the CIA that are behind DeVaca. The Chinese were behind AMLO, probably still are but they're trying to send him clear messages. Why are they setting up this fake civil war from two political leaders on opposite ends of the country, Mexico City versus Northern Mexico? Why is this starting? What'll happen when they fight the civil war? Do you think the real grand is gonna be the end of it? Or do you think members of La Raza and the cartel members that are in, in California in great numbers that are part of the Cal Exit movement we've talked about, you don't think they're going to become involved? There are, there's cartel penetration into American gangs that we have documented on this side of the border. We're talking about inflaming the Southwest. We're going to see a huge spillover. Now, that's what I can prove. It's a fake civil war that's going to go real. It's going to spill over the border. The CIA is pushing it. The communist Chinese are pushing it out from a different perspective. What does this mean for you and me? We have talked in here before about the Red Dawn invasion based on the 1984 movie that Russian communist Chinese inspired Latin American forces cross in mass across the American border and invade the United States. There have been two remakes or one remake of this movie it was 1984 and I believe the other was 2012. And the theme is the same. And I've told you about the base camps in El Salvador. And these base camps in El Salvador train a marriage between Middle Eastern terrorists and the cartel members and forming them into one paramilitary group. 
Kathy Rubio has been to these camps. She has relatives that have worked in these camps. Can't give those last names for obvious reasons. We know the CIA is there training the forces that will one day invade the United States. And they have light infantry weaponry and tactics, RPGs, surface-to-air, handheld Stinger missiles. I mean, you name it, they've got it. And they're a light infantry force. And if you look at the wall, see, President Trump knows this, and this is the proof of what I'm saying is right about these El Salvadorian training camps and how they're armed. That wall now has changed its structure. Go back and look at the early days of the Trump administration. You would see artist conceptions of the wall, 30 feet high, white stone, thick. Light infantry can take that wall down really easy. So if you look at the newer version of the wall, the newer version of the wall is multi-layered fence. And it's fence that's not brought down easily by, say, a single shell into that wall. They've changed it to repel light infantry invasion. Trump knows what's coming. What is he doing? He's drawing down in Syria, bringing some troops home. He's now talking about bringing all the troops home from Afghanistan. He flew there in a surprise visit. He says, it's time we got out of this war. No kidding, Mr. President. It was time in your first week in office. Where were those troops going? Why did he put uh, the Marines and the Army on the border? I can't ever remember in our history other than John J. Pershing before World War I where an American president put American troops on the border with Mexico. He knows what's coming. In fact, even if you go back to 2006, the Tucson Daily Star ran an article and it was kind of a whoops, didn't mean to say that. And they never ran anything like this again. But they were talking about the marriage between Hamas and Hezbollah and the cartels and how they had come to America. That was almost 14 years ago that that article ran. This is how deep and how long these ties run. Taking down a nation the size and the strength of America is not easy. Then you got to contend with a population in which there are an estimated 400 million guns in this country in private hands. Why do you think the communists want your guns so bad? Why is it that communist China actually says to the Democrats, you need to get the guns? And we've reported on that here on this channel that why does China care about gun control in America? Because they're going to be part of an occupying force as far as what their goals are. So you start this fake civil war, you have a mobilization, and then boom, it crosses the border and all hell breaks loose. There'll be other actions too. There won't just be a Southern invasion of the border. That by itself would be repulsed by a normal strength America, but you got to bring that strength down by doing other things. Now, maybe it'll be a grid down scenario you know, a cyber attack upon the grid. Maybe we'll get attacked in the South China Sea. And we know there's big conflict there. Perhaps things will inflame in Syria. But something is going to cause distraction and weaken military inside the United States. And that's when I believe we get hit. And I think this is what the plot is. Boy, is this confusing? Remember I told you, I I'm pretty good, ladies and gentlemen, going from A to B and B to C and C to D. But A's here, or B's over here, or C's here, and then they go back and do double A and double B. It's really confusing. So I want to sum all this up very quickly. And uh, Earth is seriously flat. Thank you very, very, very much for your um, support. Um, okay. You've got a fake civil war that's brewing. Devaka, who's really an American, and I swear to goodness, he has to be CIA. He fits the perfect model. 
1967, born in America. How does a guy like that go down to Mexico, uses a name of his not, not of his family origin on the male side, uses the female side to obscure his real background, and he becomes the governor. He pretends to support Trump. AMLO is capitulating to Trump. The Chinese have tried to kill a top Mexican official because of what AMLO was doing after the American massacre of the nine Americans. And AMLO now almost had a secretary of Navy taken out by the Chinese using the Guerreros, the cartel. You get the idea. Are you following this? Boy, I'll tell you, this is really complicated. If this were a made-for-TV miniseries drama, it would take me three nights to play this out. This is really complicated. I'm immersed in it so far that I understand it. And, and let me tell you who knows this, too. Um, I had a CI come to me, a confidential informant. And I've known him now, I don't know, months. My DEA friend, when he, um, I sent him what I was sent by the CI. I said, I like your reaction to this. I'm not going public until I get some confirmation. And he said, it's pretty good, Dave. He said, this is what we know. We had a raid in Mexico following the murder of the American uh, family, the nine American members. And it's something that I was not allowed to report on. I was told to keep it quiet. Now I've been told, Dave, you can let it go. RSOF Special Forces went in with DEA agents. And this was by the order of the president. And they came in in helicopters and with new technology that reflects radar on the ground so they could not be detected, low flying at night using night vision. And they came in and they were in search of the cartel, the Guerreros, who killed the Americans and they were going to act with extreme prejudice and also find their nearby drug warehouses and destroy them. Well, they only met one of the two goals. They did not find the cartel members because AMLO had already got them arrested. They did find two drug house storehouses, huge, and they blew them to kingdom come. And then they came back across the border. The DEA agent I talked to was not on the raid, but he was briefed on the raid. And he was the one that said, Dave, you can't let this out until I let you know. But he said, Trump is serious about going forward against the cartels. So this was a covert operation. And right now the American forces are telling the Chinese, don't get in our way. You want to mess with our border? Trump is ready to do battle with you. Remember, the Chinese soldiers have been coming into America through the Long Beach port for years. They control the Long Beach port. What did Trump do six weeks ago? He rescinded that agreement between the state of California and the Long Beach port. Who knows where these soldiers go? We do know that a lot of the solar energy farms in America that are located in bases with fighter cover, um, and this is very scary, they're manned, they were manned by a group called Sinta. Now, that name's changed over about three or four times to you know obscure who they and what they are. But Sinta, when it was set up, and this started on the Bundy Ranch fiasco, Sinta... Um, is a military front group for the communist Chinese government. And they appear to be civilians, but they're running these solar energy farms on leases in places like Arizona. Why the hell are governors of Arizona? And why are people like uh, Harry Reid's son paid $5 million to set up these solar energy farms? By the way, that's what started the, the Ammon Bundy situation. Remember that land standoff with Ammon Bundy? That was only about part BLM taking uranium off American land, selling it to the Russians, highly enriched uranium, courtesy of the Clinton Foundation. And by the way, I'll say this again. Dave Hodges gets too much credit. I did not break that story. The New York Times wrote this. 
I almost fell out of my chair when I read this. And I said, oh, my gosh, there's got to be more to this because The New York Times is no friend of conservative America. So I went out and I did find more. Harry Reid's son paid $5 million by the communist Chinese to set up a solar energy farm on the Bundy land. And then they had the huge standoff. Remember, the federal troops had their guns. Patriots amassed at the Bundy Ranch had their guns. And they almost had a gunfight at the OK Corral. This is all this involvement. I mean, this is all interconnected. There are no missing pieces. These moving parts are moving towards the same direction. Civil war down south and Chinese insurrection here inside the United States. And I'm going to go on the record and I'm going to say this clearly. There is no question in my mind, and if I had access to the evidence that I know exists, and if I were a prosecutor, I'd have no trouble bringing down Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, and Adam Schiff for their complicit involvement in this. And let's go one step further. The mainstream media reported Dianne Feinstein had a communist spy for 20 years as her personal driver. Do you really think that's possible, that it was just an accident, and that Feinstein came into the Senate as a millionaire and she's going to leave as a multi-billionaire on a $170,000 a year public servant salary. Are you kidding me? This isn't even feasible to believe this, yet the mainstream media reports the activity and the arrest of the spy, but leaves Feinstein alone. I want to know how the hell this happened. It's all part of the same moving force because what else is going on inside California? Oh, if you've been following me, this is dot connecting time. The CalExit movement, spokesperson Eric Holder, formerly of the Obama administration, Mr. Fast and Furious shipped guns to the Mexican cartels, border agent Brian Terry murdered. Do you remember that? Yeah, I'm sure you do. Going back about eight years, nine years. And Holder had to resign in disgrace because he got caught. He was in contempt of Congress because he wouldn't give him honest information. Congress didn't have the balls to do anything to him. They let him walk when he should have gone to prison. And now he's the spokesperson for CalExit. Now, what's CalExit again? It's the attempted removal of the state of California from the United States designed to weaken the economy to help facilitate the downfall of America since 40% of American retail crosses I-5. Retail effects would be devastating. 30% of agriculture comes out of the Central Valley, San Joaquin Valley. Devastating effect for food prices, food inflation, and also spot famines around the world that depend on the nuts and berries and so forth that come out of the Central Valley. And this, what was California going to go under CalExit? It was going to be under the auspices of the UN. They were going to be a protector to the UN. Do you remember the pictures I published? They even opened an embassy in Moscow. And the pictures exist for this on the commonsenseshow.com. See, I couldn't make this up. I couldn't sit down at my computer and type some kind of fictional nonsense and make it look like it was somewhat rational. My mind doesn't work this way, but this is all one big cabal. The Chinese heavily involved with the Democratic Party of the United States, the Chinese consulate, the Chinese bank, HSBC Bank, and some of the Chinese government is involved in CalExit, as is George Soros. Oh, I mean, come on, we've been down this road, right? I don't need to go through this laundry list again. This is all part of the same plot. This is about taking America down. This is death by a thousand cuts strategy. And now we're seeing it really go forward. The fake conflict between Devaka and AMLO. And the CIA's got their hands on it. And I'm telling you what's going to follow is going to be a red dawn invasion. 
will be distracted somewhere else, big event, weakened America, a lot of military out of the country, and then we're going to get hit. There's no other way to interpret this. And I've got people from DHS saying, Dave, how'd you put this together? I get information from good guys at DHS. I mean, there are great people that work there, particularly the ones that were uh, uh, recruited after, I think, what, about 2007, 2008. They wanted guys who would kick down doors. They'd been to Fallujah and things, and they did. They got those guys. But they didn't realize they were red, white, and blue guys. And Obama wasn't counting on that when they expanded their parameters for recruitment. And they did get tough guys, combat veterans, to be DHS agents. But the vast majority of them were true red, white, and blue veterans. And so that now the DHS has kind of gone from this rogue, almost East German Stasi organization to where about half of the organization is pro-American and the other half isn't. There's a saying about DHS, don't trust anybody above a GS-15. Now, I've heard this from more than one DHS agent, but I have DHS people that come to me for information. And I've told you why before. I'm not compartmentalized. If I have DEA, FBI, and I have other contacts, you've heard me interview Robert David Steele, former CIA. You've heard me interview Vance Davis multiple times, ex-NSA. They're all telling the same story, ladies and gentlemen. And they're all worried about their safety. This is why they go on the record. They get public. See, if you're going to be on the top of the list, you, you, you better be really on top of the list and have lots of light on you. So this is where we're at. Fake civil war brewing in Mexico. It will spill over the border are the plans that will activate a lot of the paramilitaries that have already crossed our border here, pretending to be regular immigrants that aren't. And it's going to trigger everything. Now, most of the people cross here, I don't think they should be crossing illegally. I think we should have a way to process these people in a reasonable amount of time. I think there are good men and women that come here and become great Americans. I'm the son of an immigrant on my inside the family. I'm sympathetic to the plight. I truly am but I'm not sympathetic about terrorists and MS-13 and so forth. And they have come into our country in big numbers and we know it. I've been told this by Texas Rangers, local law enforcement. We never saw beheadings with the cartels until they started getting married together at those El Salvador base training camps. And they started adopting a lot of the tactics that came out of Middle East terrorist groups. And the Middle East people, most of them, 90% of them, like any other group, are good people. They just want to be left alone and they live under governments that won't leave them alone. And the more radicals are coming here because you are their number one target. Now, why is this? Let me tie a bow on this. You, ladies and gentlemen, you live in a country with unparalleled political freedoms. You have freedom of speech in Europe. You have the ability to claim due process in Europe as long as it's in the common good. See, this is a real important point. I call it in the communist good. We have in this country constitutional law where, as Thomas Jefferson said, your rights are ordained by the Lord. They don't come from man. We don't care what the man says in Washington. Your rights are your free will, and God bestows you your free will. That's the philosophy and spirit that underlies the U.S. Constitution. And I'm not saying it hasn't taken hits. It's taken major hits. But we are the only nation in the world that has true constitutional law. Every other country that claims to have a constitution, they're not republics. They don't do what we do. They have what's called communitarian law, which means the common good argument comes in. Well, who decides what's in the common good? 
In America, there is no common good. In Europe, the common good is what the leaders say. You have freedom of speech. Well, until you're in Germany and go on Facebook and criticize Muslim immigration into your country that displaces German citizens from their own apartments. Oh, and if you put something on Facebook, that's a $500 fine and 30 days in jail because that's in the common good, not your freedom of speech. Do you understand why you're a target? And if you are looking at the cabal of the banks and the globalists that want this new world order, and if you think I'm nuts for saying this, Look in the Bible. Why do you think God did the Tower of Babel? Look in the Bible and Revelations. What's the movement? A satanic globalist movement to take everything over. So if you're a Christian, it's already there in our creed, in our scriptures. And if you want a global new world order, and by the way, they all admit to it. We want a more equitable and just new world order. That's a common phrase. So, what do you have to do if you have this new world order? You cannot allow a nation with all these nuclear weapons, with all this advanced technology, with 400 million handguns and 330 million people who are used to freedom, not like the other rest of the world has where they kowtow to the government. You have to take that nation down. That's your major beachhead. You know what they say if you're going to be involved in a street fight and there's a gang in front of you? Take out the toughest, biggest guy first. That's exactly what's happening here. So let's go back to story level one. You got Devaka and you've got AMLO ready to duke it out, right? Looks like they're headed towards a civil war. Uh-uh. It's all part of the game. It's a fake civil war designed to spill over the border and then all hell breaks loose in this country. And how many times have I told you that there'll be a day to bring America down? I, we call I call it the Tet Offensive Day. It's when... Johnson was lying to the American people in 1968. Oh, we're winning, the, we're winning that Vietnam War. And then the Viet Cong and North Vietnamese attacked every capital city and every province in South Vietnam. And America said, oh, we're not winning anything. These people have a lot of fight left in them. And that's when public opinion turned against the war. I said there's a Tet Offensive coming in America, and it's going to be these embedded terrorists. And this will be the catalyst event. It's coming together, folks. People have asked me, Dave, what's the catalyst event for the coming out of the besieged all day long by my intelligence community contacts who read my article this morning? And they had a holy poop moment. They said, I looked at this, Dave, in a way I've never seen it before. I know all the elements you're talking about are correct. Watch out, folks. They're here. They're coming for you. They're coming for America. They want you out. They want you done. Okay, so let's talk about solutions for a second. I don't believe violence solves problems. Although the blue helmeted Chicoms show up in my driveway, I ain't going to their camps. You've been reading the story about concentration re-education camps in China for the Muslims in Northern China. They're horrific. They're horrific. I'm not going to those camps, family. You're better off defending your turf and paying the ultimate price in your driveway. There's a better kingdom on the other side of this life. I will not spend my final days living in absolute and abject misery, suffering, being tortured. I personally will not do that. But I do not believe right now that violence is the answer. I believe in the redemptive power of prayer, and I believe, believe prayer is an offensive weapon. And I believe that we pray for divine intervention, and this stuff goes away. For whatever method the Lord would choose, this is what I hope will happen. We need to engage in constant prayer. We need to fast. We need to do what Christians are called to do. 
We're not called to pick up our AK-47s and get in the street. That's not what we're called to do. That doesn't mean you can't be politically active. You should be politically active. But it doesn't mean that we're going to be politically active to the point of acting like little Bolsheviks did in 1919. We're not doing that here. Pray. Pray for a peaceful resolution. I've laid out the dangers. I told you what's coming. All the things I've been writing about now for the last six years are starting to come to fruition. Steve Quayle said that to me too. He says, Dave, we told people about these things five, six years ago, and it was too far beyond most of the people to comprehend. Now the information's filling in the gaps and people are starting to get it and connect the dots. This is a big, big story. I think, honestly, of all the stories I've been privileged to be on the front lines of and be among the first to report, I think this is the biggest story of recent time. I mean, this goes back to 2012 and my Benghazi uh, almost had a coup story. This story is as big or bigger. Pray. We are a Christian nation. We tolerate other religions, so please don't take that as a prejudicial comment. But to my fellow Christians, I'm saying pray. Pray in the way we're taught to pray. And God is faithful to those who is faithful to him. We just need to get on our knees and humble ourselves before the Lord. We live in very, very challenging times, and I hope for the sake of all of our children that we're able to meet this challenge. And I agree with Steve Quayle, who said on my radio show many times, Steve said, the physical solutions for this problem have passed. The only thing that's left are spiritual solutions. And we may not be able to save the country. We might have to go to adaptation mode. I don't know the answer to that, but I will tell you this. You can have individual salvation and redemption and protection, even in the midst of chaos. So again, your best friend is your Bible. Your best friend is your prayer. And let's get to busy, busy doing what the Lord commands us to do. I want to thank you for joining us. I want to ask you to share this far and wide across the reaches of the Internet. We need to have this go international because these problems here in America are not unique. They, they carry over to Hong Kong and Bolivia, China, Ecuador, everywhere where there's civil unrest and social upheaval. These people need to be exposed to the notion there is a solution to the problem and it's not killing people. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means a lot to me that you take time out of your days and nights and come here and visit because you could be doing what everyone else is doing is planning yourself in front of the boob tube and watching football all day long. It's okay to watch football. It truly is. Occasionally, I watch my football. The U of A and ASU plays in the Territorial Cup tomorrow, and I'll probably put it on DVR and probably fast forward through most of it, but watch a little. It's okay to do that, but you can't ignore the calamities that are going around, around us, and we need to arm ourselves spiritually. Thank you. See you back here next time.